being black is stressful, but inner peace is real. We're creating safe space for real talk about black stress and how we manage it. We do it because we love ourselves, we do it because we love you, and we do it because we love being black. Hey, welcome to Mindfulness for the Culture. Hey, 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 family. Welcome to Mindfulness for the Culture. I am Sonia Russell, co-founder and CEO of Special Sauce. And I am King David, co-founder and chief strategy officer of Special Sauce. And let me tell you how that intro hit so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I had to get that out. I was holding it. Bow, thank you for this music, man. so good. We love it. (sighs) We love it. If If you don't have a theme song, get you a theme song. That's mm-hmm. what I have to say about life. Mm-hmm. Life deserves a soundtrack. That's right. That's, That's right. right. Classic man That's over right. here. That's my That's one right. of my. You better get it. <laughs> Listen, so we're back. That's right. And last week we took some time to walk through the guiding principles of our app at mm-hmm. a high level. The yep. seven <laughs> principles of mindfulness, the principles of Nguzo Saba, and the principles of Ma'at. And we took some time to reflect on a few of those and how they were our personal experience with a few of them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, from each of the guiding principles. And today specifically, uh, we get to discuss the seven principles of mindfulness in a more elaborate way. Right, right. Um, to just kind of lean into them a little bit more. So. The seven principles, also known as the seven tenets of mindfulness. And for the record, this is sort of, um, you know, it doesn't fall under any specific religion. You could Google seven tenets of mindfulness and find this list. We're not sort of reaching into anything that is unknown to anyone. Uh, This is just where we, how we have designed what we are doing. So that list, the seven principles of mindfulness are keeping a beginner's mind to approach routine things with a fresh view. Mm-hmm. The patience to let things happen in their own time. Patience is one of them. Non-judging by just observing and experiencing without making a judgment. And y'all remember that we're outside. <laughs> we are leaning into the noise of life. We're leaning into the noise of life. That's important for us. So there's a lot of things going on out here. And we are learning to acknowledge and keep moving. That's right. That's right. Uh, So the other one is trusting, as in trusting yourself to know what's best, non-striving, so that we can experience what may be unfolding naturally, Mm -hmm. (laughs) acceptance, so that we can see things as they are right now, and letting go is built upon all of the other principles to help us deal with change and free us from discomfort. Let me tell you how saying yes to this work, just listening to you and being present with you read those, I just got grateful that we have an opportunity to intentionally be present with these principles and create a space and offer a space for other folks to be present. So I just had that moment of gratitude. I wanted to share that. But last week, um, we mentioned a few of these principles that we have a personal relationship with. Um, and we also mentioned last week that we are doing these uh, mindful moments. Uh, we're doing right. 11 of them. And we've chosen three of the principles of mindfulness uh, to highlight in those mindful moments. And 
those were patience, trusting, and acceptance. Mm-hmm. And I know Sonya and I talked a bit about trusting last week and <laughs> at length. If you didn't catch that episode of our podcast, definitely go back and, and check it out. <clears throat> but today, they're the three that we are really wanting to look at with intention around the lens of being culturally relevant, black Absolutely. in this case, That's right. and what the experience has been with the principle of non-judging, the principle of non-striving, and the principle of letting go. Ooh-wee. <laughs> Ooh-wee. There's so many things to judge. Like, not that there aren't lots and lots of things to judge, but we're choosing not to. Like, we make a choice otherwise, right? Like, there's, you know, they say in between stimulus and response, there's a space, and in that space we get to choose, mm. right? So I, so I want to lean into this non-judging thing um in an interesting way uh dave and i are building this business um and it's fantastic and it's an adventure in so very many ways and so we have been kind of in building mode lately and we got an invitation from one of our professional service providers uh, to attend uh, a networking event where there would be other entrepreneurs and other um and founders and VCs. investors, some venture capitalists. <clears throat> uh, so we were very excited about going and start working on this muscle of networking and being in spaces, one that we're right now just unfamiliar with, right? Uh, the, but then also really talking about those kinds of spaces in terms of also being very different in those spaces, <laughs> right? Coming into them as an other or an outsider uh, is real. And so we went to this event and we were looking forward to it. Is that a nice spot? It was very fancy, nice food. Nice drive up. Nice drive Mm. and, you know, beverages. And um, what we found was that people were most drawn to us by the name, Mm, which we love, which is really just a a side effect. Of just a side effect of, of us leaning into us being the special sauce. Like there is, hmm. there are other, there are indeed other mindfulness apps. There are other places you can get lots of other things, but we're leaning into us being the thing that makes this different, that makes it relevant. We bring the special sauce. In other words, we can give you the playbook. You can have the playbook but only we're going to be able to execute that playbook the way it was originally intended. That's right. So that's right. So people were interested. Of course, people think it's a sauce, like an actual <laughs> sauce. We had one lady came I over and was sauces. like, I love sauces. I'm a foodie. <laughs> <sighs> it was so good. And we, it was so good to engage with her because she was so fun and she turned out to be so sweet. And so, yep. so it was, it was great. Um, but we had another encounter after having been engaged in some really great conversations. Yep. I would say overall, every conversation that we engaged in was, was good. It was. Right? it was powerful. We got connected to people who turned out who know people that we know. And mm-hmm. the, the world is always getting smaller and smaller. I feel like, but there were lots of possibilities like real, real, real opportunities and possibilities after each of the conversations that we had. Yes, absolutely. <clears throat> so, absolutely. Um, and so, leaning into one of them was an encounter with a woman 
who approached me. <laughs> David was talking to some other people. I had stepped away uh, to be just in a different area, y'all. If you know, mingling is not small talk is hard for me. I don't I don't enjoy it. <laughs> like so this whole this whole getting out into the world thing is hard. And you did for it. me. And, and I did it, it. And I'm doing it. <clears throat> so we went, but I was taken to the side. I was gonna eat a little bit, have a little more of the champagne. <laughs> just the be present. Just be present in this moment. And um this woman approached, of course, asking about the name Special Sauce. I let her know that, you know, culturally relevant, culturally relevant mindfulness for African Americans <clears throat> with the focus on stress reduction. And she said, you got to slow down now. That was too many things. And I was immediately, um, this woman was white, and I was immediately put on defense, y'all. Like, I was immediately triggered by her tone. <laughs> And it was so many things. And so I took a deep breath and I slowed down. Legitimately, I could have been talking too fast because when I get in situations like that, I, I talk too fast. So <clears throat> absolutely, I took responsibility for that. I took a breath. Mindfulness, I'm just pointing out the mindfulness right here. Uh, took a breath, started over uh, and explained to her what we were doing. And, and she asked a question about why why mindfulness or give me an example of a way in which you're doing something that's more culturally re relevant than what someone else is doing. And again, the tone from a lot of times it's in the tone, <laughs> God, I get, I get so triggered by the tone. Um, well, you have, well there, there's a level of presence with that, right? It's cause right. always not what people are saying out of their mouth, the words, it's the energy and that, right. all, that, all that is real. Right. So there was something there, which I think makes what you share even more prevalent, even more uh, drives the, the point home right. in the power of mindfulness because there was, whether they knew it or not, some intention, right? If you felt it in your, in, if you felt yes. that, that's yes. anything that you felt, and there's nothing wrong with that. So that's a message to the people. Trust what you feel. Right. <laughs> it's a real thing. Right. That's a real thing. It's a real thing. So uh, I sort of just leaned into <laughs> answering her question. Uh, and thankfully, David finally came over. Oh, my God. <laughs> and y'all, y'all, we have a, we have a, Sonia and I have a distress yeah, it's signal. a distress signal. Are you kidding I me? I don't think you used it though. I didn't use it because <laughs> so, I, I. But yeah, you know. So, I, but I, but again, I know my sister, and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I, I can see. Let me go. Let me let me go make my way over. And Sonya was holding her own, doing her thing, and I just listened. Right. So, listened. You know, we talked about you know what we were talking about, and this person, I do believe, had um, <laughs> an intention that wasn't negative. And offered an example uh, in response to my explanation about what Mindful You is about uh, and the importance of addressing mindfulness in a way that speaks to our culture and speaks to who we are. And she, her response was, oh, it's like, <clears throat> for me, if I see a noose, it doesn't mean anything. But if you see a noose... <clears throat> It means something completely different. <laughs> can, I just, can I just, I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you get it. I just got to say this. Yes. But the fact that you don't have an awareness to the, uh, uh, this, uh, 
if not an empathetic, a sympathetic reality of what a noose means for another black person as a white person in this in this in this country now, that already is a problem. Right. So we just we let's just let's just <laughs> be clear there. To even right. just have that for, as an for example. that to be the example. <laughs> for that to just be the damn example. So I'll, so that I want to make sure is yeah. made very clear. <laughs> yeah. So then in that moment, another another brother came over. <clears throat> Because at that time I'm processing. Now I'm hearing, like, I, I genuinely believe this woman was trying to relate to me something that was important, in her mind was important. Uh, and uh, at the time, uh, another brother came over and asked if they were finding out, sort of like as a joke, if they were finding out what special sauce was, right? Like the joke was about, oh, I wanted to know what special sauce was too. And he answered the question, and he said, I won. What did I win? And she said, you win a noose. And I... <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, I... I'm, I didn't... I had to... I asked myself three times, did I really just hear what I said? Hear, hear what I heard? Right. And my, my pivot mode kicked in real quick. Like, we got to switch out of this real quick. <laughs> right, right. Hmm... <laughs> You win a noose. She said it again. She said it a second she, time. She did. And that's she said it a second like... time. And then, so, in my, I, I need to pause. I need to pause in this moment just for that. Between stimulus <laughs> and response, there is a space where we get to choose. And y'all, stimulus is intense. The stimulus was real. <laughs> the stimulus was real. And I just couldn't... <laughs> And you did though, Jesus. And I, I just, I, I, I made the choice. We made the choice yep. to just pivot the conversation, right? And so what I, but what I want to really make clear is that it's not always that easy, and that wasn't easy, right? Like that was a real moment of, did she just say he won a what the f- right? <laughs> Right. And y'all, let me we, we didn't say this though. Sonya and I were probably six black people of about maybe seventy five people in right. total right. with eighty to ninety percent of those folk being white. Yeah. And of that percent of being white, the majority of them were white men. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. just stimulus environment, like it is deep and it is okay when you feel what you feel because all of that mm-hmm. that's a lot it was a lot it was a lot it was a lot right to to get into a situation like that not only is it the newness of of what we're learning right we're going out there we're representing ourselves this is something that's our passion for us and we're bringing it out into the world and and you and con- consistently putting ourselves in environments that aren't exactly safe right that that want to be safe Right, like so. What I feel clear about is that, and I want to say why I chose to just breathe and pivot, was because I don't believe the intention was malicious, but the ignorance was real. That part, right? The ignorance was real, and so much of that is what triggers stress for us. Right? Is what triggers, you know, that that place, that workplace thing where somebody says something that is so out of line and they just don't get it see that it's out of line 
right? Even in they're making their point. And it just is so, sometimes that's more frustrating than the person who's just overtly, you know what I mean? Because being oppositional, right? Exactly. Right. Because that overt opposition, you can, you can, you can see that they're honest with that, right? They're, they bring that sort of presence, but it's so much harder with someone who genuinely thinks they're helping. Like they genuinely think they got it. <laughs> Right. But instead, what they're offering is that the prize when a black man enters a circle where two other black people are talking is that the prize that he gets for entering that circle and getting the answer right was a noose. In an environment that is majority white men, like there is so there is so much there is so much depth, and I know that there are many of us out here right now who are making those pivots on a regular basis, and I just want to lift up the the fortitude that black folk have to continue to thrive and right. and to and to survive like this is no just to thrive in the midst of that being a daily experience right which right. brings home to point why what we're offering is and it is a divine assignment because this stuff that we as black people are managing on the daily it is what it is, and we ride, We continue to rise to the occasion. We know the narrative. We want to lift. We, we know the old narrative of the black experience, which is true and relevant, and all of those things. And in addition to that experience, is the experience of celebrating how we just continue to overcome. And overcoming is not the goal. Right. The goal is to live a life, live our best lives. That's right. And grace and with ease. Right. And whatever that looks like for the individual. Right. So celebrate that those moments happen all the time and we keep on rising yes, up with the strength yes, and power yes. within us. Yes. Non judging. Non judging. Observing and experiencing without making a judgment is powerful. Sure enough. My gosh. Sure enough. Yeah. Woo! It was a lot, right? y'all. Right. It was a good time, though. I know I told that we were talking about that thing, but it was a good time. We got some really powerful connections there. We did. And I'm excited about what's coming next for us um, as a result of having attended that. And we made it really clear that what we wanted was for any event that we attend that we can walk away with some tangible mm -hmm. success, some tangible thing that we take from it um, and, and call it good. And our commitment in those moments, and this, one, this one's free. I will give this one to you free. Um, our intention is when we get those moments that are possibility driven, that we move quickly. That's right. Calmly. That's right. Confidently. Yep. Leaving no stone unturned to the possibilities and how this, whatever the possibility is, can unfold with grace and ease. That's right. And we literally did that after the event. Right, right. The so power, but the power of practice and mindfulness. We could have missed all of that by all being, so by being derailed. Right, being derailed by, by that situation. By the, tr by the trigger. You call by it the not, trigger. not the trigger. You call it the uh, stimulus. The stimulus. Yes. And that space in the, yes. in the middle. Yes. Is where I know his, listening to you re retell a story again, and that's where you chose to be. Mm -hmm. You chose to be in that moment to choose. You use mindfulness. Right. To be the root and the source of whatever your response is going to be. Right, exactly. Which allowed so. us to create what we're creating right now. That's right. These possibilities that's that right. came from that. So that's awesome. Good stuff. Woo, y'all. 
Yes. Yes. Just so, breathe. Just breathe. Just breathe. <laughs> we we set an intention on our last, or we share an intention that we have. That's just who we are as individuals, even before mindful you. Um, was that we live what we are offering, what we're practicing, or that we live what we are offering, that we practice what we are preaching, right? And it would just make sense that the universe would just continue to send all these opportunities. Yes. <laughs> to yes. do just that, right? Yes. Um, so that's a blessing. Yes. <sighs> okay, so another one is that you that you mentioned one of the other seven principles of mindfulness was non-striving. Yes. So that we can experience what may be unfolding naturally. Y'all. <laughs> so... This one spoke to me personally for so many reasons. One, because I am a same gender loving black man in the United States of America. And my experience in that is that I have oftentimes been the only one in a room, the only one like myself in a room of folk who are, that's just who are, who are white men Right. White women. Right. That has been my experience from primary school till now. <laughs> <laughs> till clock still ticking. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and I, I'll summarize it this way, because we, just to make it laser. I assimilated to a, a standard of greatness that was based on the white experience, which created within me this feeling that I had to strive, that I was reaching for something, mm -hmm. that I had to always be nine, ten times better than the person in the room because it was only one of me. And what they had going on was happening naturally, and I had to kind of, I had to work I had to work twice as hard to get to where they are when the problem, not the problem, the opportunity at hand was using my own blackness mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as the target That's right. of success. That's right. The fact that black folk are still kings and queens, let's be clear, mm -hmm. and have a history of being creative, being intelligent, Yes. Being fill in the blank. Yes. Right. Being beautiful, being bold, like all the successful things, successful leaders, leaders absolutely. all the things, absolutely. and that this has been happening around me all my life. Mm -hmm. I have lead all of that I mentioned. I have in my family circle in some way, shape, or form, and my village that my that my family helped to create for me. These images of these non tangible qualities mm -hmm. that in my mind. I, I looked at the other as being, because that's just how I was socialized. Right. That's, that's some Jim Crow stuff that's right, still, right, right. you know. So just that, that, that feeling of having to strive and having to mm, be anything other than my authentic self. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And going back to one of these values, trusting, trusting myself and trusting that I am exactly how I'm supposed to be and that I don't have the effort for anything. That's right. That's right. Because, not to take it too churchy, I'm divine. We're That's all right. divine. Oh. We are all divine. Mm -hmm. Right? So, I would strive and push so hard 
that things would unfold and they worked for me well but they wouldn't always unfold naturally meaning it wasn't a graceful easy elegant process right because i was fighting my nature right i was i was i was assuming another nature that wasn't mine naturally to to to, to lean into mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. learning now that all I have to really do is focus on being my most authentic self and there's nothing to strive to or nothing to strive for. That's true. Bringing on that, that awareness, non-striving, so that we can experience what may be unfolding naturally. What I'm finding is that as I allow things to unfold more naturally, the blessings are bigger than I could ever imagine. (laughs) Amen. Sure enough. When Absolutely. I allow Absolutely. it to be and I trust, there is no way I could put, I will use mine for you as an example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've come into a, a space in my life where I am expanding my community and my village where I'm here right now in Oakland. is has, has been amazing. I've been working my way up to this point of just really being able to receive all that is here. So I've been on a journey of self-actualization and self-realization, really understanding me and my relationship to the planet and how things got to be where they are. And I've been learning to trust. I released some intentions a while back and I will say those intentions are happening right now in the form of mindful you. And I know that I could not have orchestrated this experience the way it's happening right now if I was efforting, if I was operating Come in on. an unnatural space. I could not have imagined that um, I would be doing, I'll be offering, I'll be experiencing this now in this way with the people I'm able to experience it with. Yes. So these principles, they, 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 I know that when I take an opportunity to lean into the principle and make it applicable to my life, Yes. It is powerful. Because yes. I could read non-striving and, and the definition being so I can experience what, be, what may be unfolding naturally. I can read that and have, and have an intellectual understanding of that. Right. And when I take it a little deeper to my heart and my own life experience, that, that's a powerful principle to know how to, to, to lean into. My right. life is reflecting that right now. I'm grateful. Absolutely. Like, I am grateful. Absolutely. <laughs> Man, I'm grateful. Absolutely. <laughs> And the last one is letting go. Letting go. I mean, are you, I mean, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Early on in my, uh, my religious science studies, I was in a class uh, with Reverend Dr. Eloise Oliver. And I was, whatever story I was telling about mm-hmm. my woe was me, victimization. We can talk about that later. Uh, she said, so who are you carrying all those bricks for? Mm. And it was the first time that it occur- had even ever occurred to me in my life that all of the drama and pain that I was carrying, I could put down. Mm. And that I could actively choose to put, I could let it go. To just put down what I felt like need to be changed about me or about a situation or about how things were or had been or my disbelief and how they potentially could be and just 
free myself from the discomfort of carrying a bag of bricks that was doing <laughs> nothing but weigh me down. Oh. Letting go. Ageless wisdom. Letting go. Letting go. Because yeah. the goal, like what I hear from that, Sonia, is there is a there is a feeling of freedom and liberation. Yes, absolutely. And connecting it back to mind for you, we are wanting to create the space, the education, and the tools for Black folk and and everyone who is willing to receive it in the way that we're offering it. <laughs> to be able to live their highest and best lives. Absolutely. Because again, we want to continue to affirm that we are worth it. We are worthy of it. We are deserving to live our best lives. And we live our best lives as we create space in our lives to reduce the stress that's, that we're living every day. Right. We reduce that stress. We reduce, you know, the likelihood that will experience disproportionately the impact on our bodies from that stress mm -hmm. that we may be able to be fully active and present in life living our highest and best lives that is real that's deep for us y'all it's, it's, it's deep it's deep like that that is that is where we are coming from um when we're putting out the content that we put out mm -hmm. making the space um you know in our app creating community in our podcast and our social media platforms it is real it is real and we care it is real we care it is real <laughs> so the next time you hear from us we'll be mm. talking about the principles of Nguzo Saba uh, those are also the principles that are celebrated at the time of Kwanzaa mm -hmm. and we're going to lean into those and what we know about them and we appreciate y'all spending time with us thank y'all so much so oh. so much I love this app, y'all. Oh my gosh, <laughs> mindful you, special I'm sauce. This Come on, so man. Much, so much. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we love ourselves. We love you. And we love being black. Hey. Mindfulness by the culture. Let's get it.